Hey guys, I'm Tyler. I'm JT. I'm Pete. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. Enough time for one more story. Okay, Friday the 13th, part four. The final chapter. Yeah, wow. This one, they ramped it up well, a notch here. Yes, they did. Was uh, originally supposed to be the uh, last film, which obviously did not happen. Hence the final chapter. Right. It was obviously not the last movie that they made in the series. Yeah. What year? 84? Yes. So 84. we skipped a year. This. this is the first time we actually had a year between Friday the 13th movies. Actually, basically takes place... The same year the last two were supposed to take place. Oh, there you go. You said this one came out on Friday the 13th? April 13th, if I remember right. That's nice. So They should have done all of them that way. I, I agree. Yeah. Time all of them for a Friday the 13th release. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, if they try to do it June 13th, when it's supposed to be Jason's birthday. Who's our director? imagine them trying to do that. No. How, who's our director? Oh, Lord, I can't even remember his name now. Uh, Joseph probably... Zito. Joseph Zito. Zito. I like uh, how uh, this one, they, 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 they was like they put straight octane in that gas tank because <laughs> they did not Tom, waste any time. Tom Savini was back, and boy, was he back. Ah, here we go. Missing in action, oh. and then a few other films. That's pretty much it. He had something to prove in this one because they did not waste any time getting to these uh, brutal kills. So here we're introduced for the first time to Tommy Jarvis, which may not mean much. They kind of played him into the rest of the series. He's our, other than Jason, he kind of becomes our next recurring character yes. um, through at least a few more of the films. Yeah, I think it's two more. And here portrayed by Corey Feldman. Yeah. From the Goonies. Mm-hmm. See, you're after this one. And Stand By Me. It, it came into like um, another montage of the other movies, right? Those right. So we open up here the way that I feel like the other films should have opened up. The first three. Yeah. The, so yeah, director did not. He didn't want to open up like the other two did. Right, and I agree. Uh, if you, like, this is like glimpses of it, pretty much. If you've li listened to our previous episodes, we, we weren't big fans of how they basically just replayed the last fifteen minutes of yeah. the previous yeah. film to open up things in in the new movie. And this one. Craig, I think you even said, I wish they would just give us little glimpses of what happened just to recap, and that's what... Right, little clips. Almost right. like a like a movie trailer. Right. Instead of just showing the entire last 15 or 20 minutes of a yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. I think and, audiences are finally like, okay, we get right. it. Right. Because and, if, you're, if you're going to see this movie, you've seen all the crappy movies before. If you're going to see part four, you're probably not going in blind. Right. Shame on you. Right. You're not going into you like bite your tongue. Friday the Thirteenth Four. Hmm. I do, however, watch movies out of order, except for obviously these that we're covering. But uh, this is one of those where if you haven't seen the first three, you need to uh, buckle up because you're going to see a lot of murder, and you're like, "Where did all this come from?" Well, you'll find out. Yeah, we you get kind of um, warmed up yeah. through the first three films. We get oh, priming, yeah. if you will. Yeah, we get primed for um, this one, which uh, definitely intensifies. Might be a good word. Yeah. So we open up with Paul from part two. This is, uh, we do get him retelling the campfire story about Jason, but intermixed yeah. throughout. Is clips of clips. the previous three movies. I like mm -hmm. how they did that. I yeah. do too. Yeah. 
So it definitely catches us up. There's no reason for us to go too much into that because if you want to know all the scenes from that, just listen to one of our last episodes. And this one by far had more kills than any of the other uh, previous movies. I didn't count them, but it seemed like it did. Oh, I counted 11 kills. Wow. So we pick up right where part three left off. We are at what is now a crime scene at Higgins Haven, the cabin which served as our setting for part three. Yeah, this one actually, uh, where they filmed this, was actually on the original set of the third one. Right, you said this was the only scene that was actually filmed in the location of the previous film. Which was yes. California, correct? I, I, if I remember right, well, I mean, it was that's California. where it was filmed. Right. And, yeah, the rest of it was filmed in California yeah. as well. But this scene was filmed in New Jersey? Three no, not, I think that's where it takes place. Yeah. Okay. But they filmed it in... Part one they filmed in New Jersey, though, yes. correct? Right. Yes. So this would be the the only scene that's still in and around that area where the first one was yeah. filmed. It's it's the exact yeah. same location in reality and in the movie as as part three. Yeah, this we've got a, this must be a pretty big lake. It's like Lake Michigan. <laughs> I don't think it's that big, big but right. Camp, but Camp Crystal Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a crime scene, police, With, ambulance, yeah, including uh, the hearse from ghostbusters yeah i I swear that was i swear that was the one it looks exactly like the ghostbuster mobile oh yeah Yeah. Yeah. maybe they did maybe it is the same car yeah i think ghostbusters just came out just a few months after i I was waiting on harold ramis and bill murray to get out of this (laughs) car it's it's nighttime though which i well, even with it being nighttime, when you come into this scene, you, you see a slew of emergency vehicles. And then you also have a chopper flying around. The entire area is already illuminated. But that chopper is illuminating an area that's already illuminated. So I, I feel like the spotlight on the helicopter is yeah. making this significantly harder on yeah, the people yeah. trying to clean up I, the scene. I don't scene. know what else we're like looking for. Who's yeah. the idiot for up like there? For like the scene. I don't know if it made chopper. it more effective. I don't know. But it just seemed like it was... Pointless. Unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. We get another a look at Jason on the barn floor with an axe in his head. Mm-hmm. The police do talk about the killings that have yeah. happened and make mention of this time they they got the killer. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was like seven kids and three bikers, and it's just like, oh yeah, those bikers were involved. So we then jump to the hospital where I'm assuming all of the victims, but we we see Jason being wheeled on a gurney to the Morgue? Yes. Where we're introduced to... Axel. Axel. <laughs> the coroner, Axel. She's He's a real piece of work. Yeah, yeah he was... Dweeb. Yeah, what? Wasn't he, like, about to sign something from the uh, paramedics, and then he put a sandwich... It looked like it had, like, an egg salad sandwich or yeah. just something gross. You know what I made? Plops it lunch. right down on the dead body. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, have you ever seen Gone in 60 Seconds? That must be a more or a coroner mortician thing. Yeah, that, one, that wasn't as nasty of a sandwich, yeah, though. Yeah, well, he's eating a sandwich in Either way. Need yeah. a place to sit it, put it right here. I'm not putting something that's going in my mouth on a corpse. Yeah. No, no. But that's not even the worst part about Axel. He is... He's a deviant. He's a horn yeah. dog. Yeah. Yeah. He, he references one of the, the victims, the dead bodies, and says, oh, she was cute. Yeah. And Axel says, she still is cute. Good grief, man. Yeah, it's like, uh, she's dead. Yeah. Which makes you uh, wonder, like, when when behind closed doors, how is he acting around these clips? 
to say that, like, oh, well, apparently he's Somebody got an eye that for this. should not be working. I got an eye for this kind of thing. At the morgue. Trust me, I'm a doctor or a mortician. <laughs> so Axel's hitting on a nurse who somehow is picking up on what he's laying down. And by the way, her name, I read this right. Well, it says R. Morgan, which is supposed to be. Oh, her name tag. Yeah, okay. I saw, I, and I looked this up, supposed to be um, uh, Ruby Morgan. The actress that played um, the one who gets her throat slit in the first one after oh, she jumps out of the jeep. Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I just barely. Her, yeah, that actress' name was Robbie Morgan, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. Robbie Morgan. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't pick up on that. So Axel and this nurse end up making out in the morgue. That's a great yeah, place. Yeah, this to... is like right after Axel is watching a. Uh, what do you call those? The uh, uh, Jazzercise? Jazzercise. <laughs> One thing, let's keep in mind, while they're having their makeout session, there's a dead body behind yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Jason's dead body, right? And let's they are set that mood. literally up against, on a gurney that's touching the gurney that Jason is on. Yeah. Not strapped down, just a so sheet over his dead body. Jason's hand falls out, his arm slides down the, the gurney, I'm assuming from them bumping into it, and it touches... The nurse's leg, and she yeah. freaks out. Axel really freaks out. Oh yeah, his well, reaction was great. Yeah. <laughs> Again, do your job yeah. before you start playing around right. in your workplace. Yeah. The nurse leaves because she's mad. She keeps getting mad, but then keeps coming back for more. But Axel, yeah, she, she tells him to put it in the. Oh, uh, put him yes, put him in the ice box. Ice box, what is that called? What do we call that? Like a corpse pantry. Yes, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I don't well, remember what you call them. I always just call them freezers. Yeah. Yeah. So he puts Jason in, but Jason gets right back out yeah. because we get our. I swear, I saw like a little bit of breath come from Jason. When... I did see that. Oh, I didn't see that. I. I don't think he shut the door all the way. No. Yeah, he doesn't. Sh- he somehow doesn't shut it all the way. He's, He's an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Jason. Which I don't care. I know this doesn't happen in real life. I'm shutting those things all the way unless I have to pull it out. And I'm probably moving that big desk in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In this situation, yeah. yeah. They'd be questioning, why is there always a desk in front of the things that you're like, uh, don't, don't ask questions. You tell me why there shouldn't be a desk <laughs> right. in front of it, and I won't put it there. Well, as you say, enough. Tyler, uh, you're not superstitious, but a little stitious. I'm a little stitious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> but their deaths come very quick. I told you, this was full octane in that gas tank. Oh, yeah. Because they, Jason did not wait to uh, come out of his little... Corpse pantry. Right. Axel's flirting with his jazzercise video. <laughs> and Jason appears behind him with a hacksaw. Oh, yeah. Opens him right up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then twists his head around. Oh, yeah. Oh, that that was, violently. That we we now have unrealistic psycho strength Jason. Oh, yeah. Full bore. Axel definitely had what was coming to him. He though. twists his head all the way around. That was gruesome. That was, that was gnarly. Our nurse is now in... I don't know what you call stock that. Stock room? Here, someone behind her assumes it's Axel. Tells him to get lost, and when she turns around, it's Jason, and he uh, opens her up with a scalpel, I think. Yeah, I think the scalpel. Good grief. Just yeah. pins her right up against the wall, and then, and then slid her yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He could have been a great surgeon. Had he got his life together, you know, he, he really could have done some yeah, real work in the medical field. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of cuts that, 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 that cut... This goes by pretty quick with some of the kills. Yeah, yeah. but we're not even 10 minutes in, and it's oh, just no. like, oh, that is brutal. Yeah, we they're, haven't even met our main characters yet. They're piling up. Yeah. Jason uh, leaves the hospital, and then uh, we're back out in the woods, which is where we stay for the remainder of the movie. So we've got a family that lives in a cabin out in the woods. I'm assuming we're right back out in Were they vacationing? Camp Crystal Lake Woods. 
No, mm-hmm. I think the Jarvis family lives in this house. Yeah, it's I think a, you're right. Yeah, a, uh, yeah, yeah. I think they do. Yeah. So we have uh, Mama Jarvis, moron, her teenage daughter, Trish, Trish, and Tommy mm-hmm. Jarvis, Corey Feldman. He's about what ten. I'd guess it'd be 10, 12 years 10, old. 12, yeah. Yeah. The only reason I say that, I mean, if this is the same lake that these murders have been occurring on, why would you keep your family living in this general Well, this setting? takes place within like less than a week's time from, this, from the second one onto, the, onto this one. God. Which... She better be quick about getting out of there. Property value is going to go down pretty oh, quickly. Oh, yeah. Which I, which I find kind of funny because... By now, it's Tuesday the 17th. Yeah. So why bother calling this Friday the 13th? Because so, we know Jason's hoofing it. He's not hitchhiking. Not, yeah, no. I was going to say, and I get it. He's not, he doesn't He doesn't care what date it is, but as far as titles go, it just, and not that it matters. It's just funny how much that just doesn't make sense. I think it's more for, is that Jason's birthday? Is that what we're to understand from the first one? Yeah, Friday's Pamela 13? said it's, today is his birthday, okay. and that was... Which happened to be a Friday. I was going to say, I was gonna, right, I was going to yeah. say either that or Friday the 13th is seen as unlucky, and so maybe it's just unlucky for everyone else in the movie. <laughs> yeah, because there was... Certainly there is was that. Like yeah. One, I will say this, there was one unnecessary kill that he did. So we're introduced to the Jarvis family. Tommy is, he's, a, he's an odd character. He has no friends. Let's be he honest. makes masks. The main thing they want us to understand is he makes masks. Like Hollywood legitimate looking masks. Production quality yes. masks. Somehow. I don't understand how he does I didn't this. see any dipping molds or anything anywhere. Somebody, I don't know how he's making these things. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, you're getting I don't good believe at this. It. Tom Savini made these yes, masks. Yes, Tom yes, Savini totally made, made these masks. Yes. Who returns as the makeup special effects yes. director of this film. since First one since part one. Yep. Yes. So Tommy <laughs> makes masks. His sister. We, I don't know what she does. Uh, we don't get any background on her. Free spirit. Yeah. Close family. Um, they they make mention that the dad left at one point. Uh, uh, could you blame him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, mean, like, I mean, the, the murders on the lake. I kind of like also <laughs> some of their backstories. It's like, okay, let's just make it quick and to the point. So next door is another cabin, which apparently is a rental because the mom says, oh, someone's renting the cabin this weekend. And Trish says, who? And she goes, oh, it's six teenagers or, or six kids. Yeah, six young people have rented yeah. it for the for the weekend. So then we're introduced to our part four's Jason victims. Yeah. yeah. A station wagon full of victims. Station yeah. wagon, yeah. We have Ted, yeah. who is our... I guess sort of a another annoying Ned Shelley. Yeah, yeah, he didn't come across... Yeah, he didn't come across quite as... Slapsticky as as they did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a little obnoxious, but he didn't he didn't drive me nuts like the other ones did. We have Paul and Samantha. Yeah, they're a couple. couple. We have Doug and Sarah, which are they're they're being set up. Yeah, on this trip, and then we have Jimmy, Jimmy Crispin Glover, aka yeah. George McFly. Yeah, Marty yep. McFly's dad. The very next year. Oh yeah, that so, that guy he. He's something else in this. Yes. He's something else in all of his movies. I think he's just... He's just as nerdy in this like he is in Back to the Future, <laughs> he is pretty too. much. He's yeah. just a strange guy, I think. Yeah. yeah what else play, was he... He played Willard. Willard? Yeah. Is that that one of the rats? Yeah. That was yeah. Up. Boy, that say, was... He plays the, the weird, creepy guy in Charlie's Angels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he plays that monster in um, Beowulf. Oh, really? And, right. I mean, he's just one of those guys that like... You ready for this reference? He 
plays the director of the orphanage on Like Mike. Wow. Oh my goodness. Really? <laughs> Hold up. Like every movie I've seen this man in, that's right big dip. There. Dig, that... Deep digging there, Tyler. Wait, the one with the character from Stuart Little and Little Bow Wow? Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> Look it up. He really fell from glory, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just one of those Are actors. That movie is a masterpiece. Yes. He's just one of those actors. Somehow people just know him. I think it's just from Back to the Future, and he's really not been in a ton of movies. I'd say he's definitely most well-known for George McFly. Yeah, I would, too. Hey, another uh, little plug here. Lisa Freeman, who played Nurse Morgan and Crispin Glover, were both in Back to the Future movies. Really? Who who was she? She was Babs in Back to the Future Part 2. No kidding. Babs. One of the, uh, the... the future bully. That was her? I think so. Oh. Cool. The more you know. That's yeah. right. <laughs> You're welcome, G. listeners. G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, none of these characters are very likable in this one. Yeah, I could. What about the banana girl? Oh, yeah, they're driving. <laughs> That's where we yeah. get next. So we go past a hitchhiker. Is she deaf, by the way? No, I don't oh, think she is. Yeah, they end, up, they end up, they're somewhat lost. They're trying to find their way to this cabin. They stop. To try to get their bearings, and they stop next to a cemetery where there's a very prominently displayed oh, yeah. tombstone of Pamela Voorhees. Yep. Oh, yeah. With no flowers on it, be it that. Keep that in mind. I mean, I don't know why you would. No. But. It's a common thing to put flowers on someone's headstone, but none on hers. It's a shame she didn't have a son that yeah. could do that. The head's not in that grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We know where that is. Yeah, yeah. Right. And Jason's vigil. That's all shit. I see. I start looking for uh, where they're going. All you gotta do is He's run like through two miles and to the right, and just, you come up on Little Miss Banana Girl. I keep saying that because she doesn't have a real name, and she's like. I think she was actually like fat hitchhiker. Yeah, yeah. I swear. So they come across a hitchhiker. They don't pick her up because they don't have enough room in their car. She's not that big. No, she's not. Yeah, she's not. She's not. I mean, so she's big. She's big. She's big. Yeah, she's. No, I mean, she's big-ish. They don't have enough seats. Yeah, but there's clearly enough room for her to scoot over. The suspension is not going to hold her up. They drive past her, and she starts eating a banana, which was an odd choice. Right. She's hungry. Right. And then almost immediately... I felt kind of bad for her. I, I yeah. She, I, I don't know that she has hardly a line of dialogue. That is no. the only reason I say that was the, an the unnecessary The only line of dialogue kill. she has is when she turns her sign over and says, F you, and she flips them off. <laughs> yeah. That was about it. So she's eating her banana, and mid-bite, Jason come up, comes up from behind her and stabs, stabs her, her through the neck. I think. As she squeezes the whole banana out yeah. of the banana peel. Oh, she, do, oh she does have dialogue. It's... Oh, that's, that's right. You're right, Peter. <laughs> Not if you count the gurgling sound. <laughs> <laughs> when they arrive at the cabin, the Jarvis family notices them next door. I think Trish goes over and says hi. Yeah, is, or, or, they, I don't think the mom does. Yeah, it's just Trish. She goes Tom, over and... Tommy. I think Tommy went there, too. Yeah, introduces herself to them. They're about the same age as Trish, so I think they invite her over to... To party with them, and okay. she says no. I wonder how they knew her name. Oh yeah, and they yeah they bring the dog along too, yeah. Gordon. Yep. Not that it really matters it at all, but we get some we get some character development, which Not is pointless yeah. because our characters don't really matter in this movie. Their backgrounds don't matter at all no. because they end up dying. Yeah, as per the usual. So. 
Tommy's in bed that night, and he has a clear shot out his window of one of the girls <laughs> oh next door God. changing. His reaction is pretty funny. What, yeah, what pretty much almost any kid at that age. He's literally jumping around on his bed. Yeah. Did you have to describe the same I still have that same reaction, and I'm an adult. And then he freezes up because his mom walks into the bedroom, and he's like, oh, I was asleep the entire time. Closes his eyes, and his mother's, oh, I'm going to tuck little Tommy in. That's not his name. but That actually is his name. Yeah. Is it? Oh. it is Tommy Jarvis. Oh, <laughs> just seeing if you're listening. So he continues to face the window. His mom notices what he possibly could have seen, even though he did definitely see what she was seeing. She shuts the blinds and uh, walks over to the room. And, and Tommy goes to sleep disappointed. Yes. Of course, <laughs> if that were, were me, you would have heard that blinds going right back up and I would have somehow <laughs> fell out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Horny little kids. Yeah, we get the next morning. We open up with a booty shot. Two girls. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even pan over to it. That's, not, it was pan it. That's not an accident. Come no. on, Zito. Yeah. There yeah, is. That was weird. We are zoomed in on two female backsides as they're walking through the woods. Let's yeah, be honest. It, this director didn't know what the audience wanted. Yeah. Well, Jason, Jason kills and booty shots. Well, it's yeah. supposed to be like what uh, Jimmy and Ted were looking at pretty much. Right. Yeah. I'll, get, I'll give them that. But. We're then introduced to... I'm just going to call them the double mint twins. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Tina and Terry. When you hear me refer to them, you're probably going to hear double mint twins. Yep. They're not really yeah. the double mint twins, but it will be a lot easier to remember them. Yeah, they, uh, the double whore twins. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. One of them. Well, Tina. Terry. Terry. Yeah, she seemed to, She's a nothing character. Yeah. Well, two pieces of gum is better than one. So. <laughs> one, one of them I read was actually originally just supposed to be in this film, and then they found out that. She had a twin, and they're just like, well, whatever, let's have them both in here. That must have been Terry, because she didn't have much of a point of <laughs> being in the movie. This is well before the Olsen twins. Keep that in mind. <laughs> I don't know why that matters. I don't even think they were born yet. Yeah, so. I don't think they were. We then go uh, swimming at the lake. We get our token yeah. skinny dipping scene. Yes. All right. My thing is, what what is with the whole... The, the whole Hurrah about skinny dipping. I still can't get my mind around it. Because they're teenagers and they're naked. I was a teenager. I never, well, I hate swimming altogether, but like, well, who wants to jump in a dirty lake naked and come out with what? Stupid teenagers. The leeches or whatever. So you come, out, you come out of it and your clothes are still dry. Oh. Oh. Yeah, All right, that makes point. sense. Yeah. Hmm. That's why they're doing and it. They're yeah, it's not because they're sand naked. out of crevice. It's because their clothes are still dry. Uh, that's been on teenagers. So, Tommy. That's why. <laughs> All right, when we say teenagers, I want to keep the keep in mind, listeners, that they are definitely 18, 19, maybe early 20s. So Tommy ends up in the woods. Well, he just ends up in the right place at the right oh, time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Lucky little kid. And then Trish ends up closing right. his eyes or something because she comes behind. Trish ends up dragging him away. And then, then he says something like, come on. Oh, come on. So they end up, uh, their car breaks down in the woods, Tommy and Trish. So Tommy. Another crappy car in yeah. a Friday movie. Yeah. You, If you're going to be anywhere out in the woods, you need reliable transportation. Yes. Yeah. Period. Like even a bike would, would, would be, you know, justifiable. Oh, yeah. As long as that chain's not rusty, you know, and it pedals. Yep. So, is it a Schwinn? He calls them, uh, Tommy Jarvis calls them a pack of patootsies. <laughs> I forgot about that. I, I made a note of that because I didn't want to leave that one out. Tells his sister, what what a pack of patootsies. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, their car breaks down. Tommy's trying to fix it. He kind of like it. It was just, I don't know. I, 
I think they're trying to show that Tommy Jarvis is very intelligent and very... Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's just... It doesn't... I don't know if it's Corey Feldman. It just seems odd. It seems seems out of place. It did. It it did seem a little forced. Right. So he's barely able to see up over the grill of the car, but supposedly working on it. And then we're introduced to Rob, a hiker. Rob Dyer. Right. We get... Right. (laughs) We get a little more background on Rob later, but he ends up helping them fix the car. So Tommy, who's apparently desperate for male companionship oh yeah it's basically um, drags rob back to the house yeah rob seems very uncomfortable with this whole thing rob's older rob's definitely 25 years old yeah i mean he looks he looks older than the teenagers that are in this film he ends up back at the jarvis house where tommy leads him up the stairs to his nightmare fuel bedroom full of monster masks yeah oh man that he did not make Right, that that Tommy quote unquote made himself, yeah. including one with animatronics. I yeah, they, no uh, way he did that. Yeah, he reaches out. Uh, yeah, it's there's. I think it was supposed to be a spider leg. It could be. Or there's like, a lot. Whatever. It's it's know. it's frustrating because it's it's not believable in or, any way. Or, it's or, awesome. what they, or what they used in a in a the fly. Right. <laughs> not only to make these masks, but the way that they're painted, the way that they're I mean, you would have to have professional Yeah. It's just not, like there's it's like, yeah, that's that's crap. There's no way that kid Where's his family that. getting money from Not only yeah, I was this. gonna say not only does he not have the equipment, but he does not his family does not have the money to put into those kind of masks. No. We get that we then go back next door to the partiers. And Jimmy, I have a hard time not saying George McFly, <laughs> puts on a 80s rock. Yes. Which... Apparently, the original song that was playing was ACDC's Back in Black. Yeah. No. And, oh, that's... Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought originally it was ACDC. Yeah, but then... Yeah, they added I think it was that. copywritten. Yeah. Oh, so, I see yeah. what you're saying. So he was still dancing to ACDC. Either way, well, it was it was, either way, it was not. We're gonna turn. Not, he had who, no rhythm to it. Who, who dances to ACDC? Seriously, our resident dance expert here is gonna tell us nah, nah, about nah. Jimmy's dancing prowess. Okay, when you uh, wow, if his dancing was to woo the girl that he was dancing with, he definitely missed the mark. So he's <laughs> he's trying to flirt with one of the double mint twins. Yeah, he's flailing his arm, trying to clap off beat, and then stick his leg out, then bring it back in. All the while, the girl he's trying to woo is like kind of slowly dancing back and forth, rocking her hips, and he's just like going freakazoid all over, really trying to impress her. <laughs> it looks like you're trying to swat a bee while having a seizure. <laughs> what, was that, what was that movie, uh, Rookie of the Year, when uh, when Daniel Stern's giving him the signal from... <laughs> From the dugout. Oh, yeah. it's like that's kind of what it looks like. Out. Yeah, I think there was like an actual like beer or something. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it made me think of too. It was the '80s version of "Teach Me How to Dougie." Is what you trying to do? <laughs> was that what that was? Uh, we then get a lot of, and I, I don't know that we need to go into a lot of detail about this because I don't think it matters. We I, just I, have I, a lot I hate of these background stories of these oh. care, of any character throughout this whole. And, well, and they come to nothing. Right, that's what's frustrating about it is, especially when you we know that we're going to be breaking down these movies, so you're really trying to take copious notes and and understand these characters, and it just it never it ends up mattering at all. Yeah, but basically, does. Ted and Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy is Recently lacking in confidence in his 
love life. His yeah, ability well, to perform. Right. Because, well, I don't know if it's the ability to perform. That was my understanding. Uh, That's well, what I took from Well, he's recently single because uh, his girlfriend, Elizabeth, who they call... BJ Betty. Yeah. Yes. Those you don't get that I'll name for you, no reason. <laughs> fill in the blanks on that one. I, I, yeah. No thanks. I don't know. Yeah. That's well, one to stay away from. Acronyms <laughs> confuse me. Jimmy and Ted are constantly having conversations about Jimmy's confidence. And Jimmy, you should talk to this girl. Yeah. Oh, this twin really likes you, but Ted likes the twin. And then Paul gets involved and Sam is mad at Paul because Paul flirts with one of the twins. And he does. This is high school. Uh, it's it's just, I mean, it, this is the stuff that gets old. And I guess back then, and maybe some people still do, they need this in their movies to, but it just, it really? never matters. It never goes anywhere and it never matters. So just, it just, to, gets, make, just to make the movie a little bit longer. It, yeah, guess. it's filler. It's pad time is what these things are. Spoiler alert. They're going to die. Right. So don't get that attached or close. It doesn't matter. Sam gets mad. She leaves because Paul is... Very much flirting with double mint twin number one. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember which one it is. So I she says, I'm going to go for a swim. Things are getting too close in here for me. I'm not sure what uh, that yeah, means. I, I didn't get that at all. Play your cards right, they could get a little bit closer. So she goes outside for a swim. Yeah, she thinks Paul's following her. She hears her. noises behind her, which we know what that is, but she yeah. thinks it's Paul. So she strips... Goes for a swim. Swims out to just As a you do. random inflated life raft in the middle of the lake. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, well, wait, was that a trap? I would. I think didn't get so. that. Did he? Sh- did he shove that out there? I didn't. I, I didn't understand did. that. Because who's that bored to like? Oh, there's a room. Clearly, someone might own that. So let's uh, take it upon ourselves to swim out there and get inside. Let's say yes. Okay. So she does. That's exactly what she does. She swims out, climbs into the raft. Bitch, she's nude. Keep that in mind. She wanted the skinny dip again. So still thinks. Paul is the noise she keeps hearing. It's not. That was a pretty good jump scare, though. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Jason pops out of the water. Yeah, I like that. He's got pretty good lung capacity because yeah. he had to swim all the way out there yeah. underwater. Mm-hmm. Which still doesn't make sense because I thought he couldn't swim. Right. So he goes right up through her belly under the raft. Comes up over and grabs her from the top. Up Skewers. From the top. Skewer. Yeah. Something. Let's yeah. call it a skewer. Yeah, it was it was nasty. It was the first like brutal. I mean, the first three deaths we've seen. It's the third death. No, it's the fourth death in this movie. But it's probably the best out of these first four. So deaths. far, like it yeah. is. I agree. Is, I'm getting back to him not being able to swim again. By the that. way, Casey haven't caught on. Is when it really starts not making any sense in all these movies. <laughs> oh, I've given up on yeah trying to figure <laughs> out nudity. Yes, yeah. she makes some odd sounds when she is. Yeah. Her Dude. scream is. Yeah. I mean, just, did I, get I don't it? pretend. I don't pretend to know what I would sound like if I had something Try. skewered through my abdomen. Try. But Try. I'm not really sure I would make that noise. Maybe that's what it would sound Maybe like. Maybe it is. I'm trying to do my best version of it. Yeah, we can. I don't know how she did that. <laughs> nope. No. Okay. Not even close. Sorry. Swing and a miss. <laughs> so one of the uh, Ted, who's been giving love advice to Jimmy. Yeah, he's Ends the last up, person to be doing yeah, I was just, I was just thinking that. He gets rejected by Double Mint Twin number one, who's pretty much made her rounds through all of the male characters in this cabin. She ends up rejecting Ted and ending up with Jimmy, which I don't know how any of this would even be plausible. Because there's no game. Trish sees Rob off at this point. So Rob's left the Jarvis household, which I'd be wanting to get out of there too, because Tommy's a little... 
off-putting. Weirdo. Right. Jimmy ends up going upstairs with one of the twins. Ted is then rejected by the second double mint twin and then apparently turns his attention toward the teddy bear that he's been using to woo the ladies. His name's Ted, so he keeps using the line, Teddy Bear wants a kiss. It's yeah. stupid. You ever try that one, John Hill? No, because they would never land. He was better off making out with the actual stuffed teddy bear. Paul ends up outside looking for Sam, strips down to his jorts. Yeah. yeah. Swims out. We, we see her lying like Right. He lamp. sees her in the Something inflatable raft. Out. It, <laughs> he swims out to her and realizes she, she She's dead. cold and dead. Right. Yeah. So he swims away, gets back to the dock, and this was the worst kill for me. Oh, I didn't know where he came from. Did he come from like underneath the dock? I think so. I think he was underwater again. I think he was under the dock the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Jason goes jewels first with a spear gun and then fires the thing. Lifts him, lifts Paul out of the water by the spear gun and then pulls the trigger. Right. That's another spear gun that just came out of nowhere. I'm telling you, Tom Savini left it all on the field in this one. He didn't hold back. No. Uh-uh. That was oh. I always every time I see this one, I always forget what happened. I pretty much know everything else what's going to happen, but this is the one I always forget what happens. Oh, I don't know it's how. I will I, never I forget either. that. Maybe because you're blogging that. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, who's now sleeping in a tent out in the woods. Oh, yeah, he hears him. Here's Paul's yeah. scream. So Paul... Arms himself with a machete. Right. Seems to have a, a genuine, legit reaction to... Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, he looks scared. Sleeping in a tent in the woods oh, yeah. and hearing a scream off in the distance. Oh, yeah. So he's ex- he's investigating, turns back toward his, his tent and sees someone. I, I think it's Jason. Yeah. We'll find out it, it's Jason. Yeah, because he, he goes back and he sees, like, his rifle or something. Yeah, does Jason have a gun? No, it was his rifle. Was Rob's. Yeah. Oh, but why wouldn't he okay. take that with him? That's what so, I would have taken. Yeah, I would have taken the rifle and the machete. So he finds... And, and, he, any other kind of blunt instrument weapon with yeah. me. Also. When he gets back to the Sharp tent, there are things inside his tent. Ransacked? I guess. Yeah, I was kind of confused at, at, at this point. I thought for a second that there was two different tents. Why is Jason camping out in the woods? <laughs> He's renovating. There you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so he finds... What does he find left in his tent? Is it just That's his all... stuff ransacked? Yeah. It looked like there were things in there that weren't in there before, but maybe it was just his stuff yeah. that's been it, strewn well, about. I, all I remember is just like his... The butt of his rifle, of his was, rifle like broke. was broken, I think and the, uh, barrel the barrel was, was bent. bent. Yeah, you're not using that anymore. Yeah. Not without it exploding on you. you I don't know, I don't know how dead. he wasn't dead already, because he seriously went like 30 feet from his tent. Was right. there a dead rabbit in there, too? I don't remember. Yeah, no, no, no. I, don't, I don't think okay. there was. So Jimmy, we go back to the, the cabin. Jimmy and Tina are now upstairs. Ted finds a 1920s adult <laughs> film. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't that even was, know those existed. Uh, yeah, I didn't either. Select theaters. So that takes up the next four hours for Ted. I'll bet those theaters smell horrible. That's that's all the, he's doing he's watching this for the rest of his time. Yeah. And he smoked one joint and drank a bottle of wine. And again, his eyes were white like he had the weakest weed in the world. <laughs> and then on top of that, it wasn't even like that good of a nineteen twenties flick. So I think it was. Like, I think it was just more just to make fun of it. Yeah. Well, pr- probably not for Ted, but right. anyone else would have thought that was funny. Like, God, this is you know, like that. Boy. Ted was just like almost into it. Who so, it? yeah. Tina's twin sister goes upstairs and knocks on the door where Tina is with Jimmy. George McFly. Yes, and tells her it's time to leave. 
Tina says, I'm not leaving. So her twin says, I'll leave without you. And so Tina says, take an umbrella. Is it raining? Why would you be biking out in the middle of a storm? I don't know. So they both the, they raining? both showed up here on bicycles. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't raining when they, when they came in. Yeah. No. And so Terry goes to leave. And then we get her shadow against the side of the cabin. That was cool. Yeah. Right. As she's getting on her bike, and then she gets speared through the back. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Outside. To the side of the cabin. Right. Yeah. And then and she gets up. pinned yeah. to the side of the cabin. Yeah. 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 He was very, very creative. Jason has too. some ang- anger issues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but why? He just angrily kills everyone he kills. He doesn't yeah. like... He doesn't like teenagers. Apparently. Oh. oh all right. So... So we're the we're the lucky ones. Yes. We go back up. Uh, we go back inside the cabin where Doug and Sarah. Sarah's deciding that she likes Doug, so she uh, basically solicits Doug at this point. We go back to the Jarvis house, and Mama Jarvis gets home. Tommy and Trish are not there. I never said why yeah, they I, weren't. I home. never did get that either. I almost wonder if the, it seems like there was a deleted scene in here somewhere. Or something. Because it never explains why. A, they're not home, and B, why well, Mama Jarvis doesn't realize that they're not home. Because she comes in looking for them. The lights won't come on. The power's out. It's started to storm at this point. Yeah. Okay. Which, which at first I'm thinking, because I remember the mom saying something like that, Tommy needing a haircut. It's like, well, maybe that's where they went in the middle of the night or something, which doesn't make sense. Which, I, nah, like I, I said, none of these movies make sense. But when they're driving home, he clearly does not have his haircut. Right. So there's a long scene of Mama Jarvis looking around the house in the dark. Looking for the kids, and, the, and then she can't find the dog, so now she's starting to get worried. She goes outside, and then the by far the worst kill of the movie. We see her look, her eyes widen because she sees something that scares her, and then that's it. Mama gone. Yeah, Apparently. We, don't, we never even see her again. Yeah. She might we be all right. See her see her. Yep. Mama was wrong again. <laughs> now we get a, a quick shot of Sarah back next door again, preparing herself. <laughs> No brown panties this time. No. Yeah. Um, so t- Tommy and Trish get home. Can't find their mom. Uh, they end up finding Rob's tent out in the woods when they go outside to continue looking. Yeah. Well, he can't well, be too far away. Now well, this she, is... she leaves him at, at, at the cabin for him to fix the electricity or something, whatever Right, because of his said. MIT level electronic skills. Yeah. So she ends up finding Rob's tent in the woods. So she can't be that far away. So Rob leaves the house and goes, what? A hundred meters away yeah. and sets up a tent? Yeah. Right. So. And she's like, hey, if you need anything, you can just drop back by the house we and take, take a shower. shower. That was... Oh, yeah. That's yeah. creepy. Yeah, why is that? What, if you invite someone to stay or if they need anything. If you need anything at all or if you want to take a shower. Yeah. Goodness. I do stay. Can I just stay in here? Can I eat some food? That escalated quickly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> stay in your yard. And I like... I know this is kind of a, a side thing, but... Rob is first coming to the house, and Tommy's taking him upstairs. He absolutely says nothing to their mom. They just bring a random stranger into her home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, this is Rob going upstairs with him. Yeah, uh, Complete and total stranger. Uh, back in the cabin, Ted is now watching his old porn by yeah. himself. And that's using that term loosely, because that, that wasn't really... No, I mean, it wasn't really a movie that you would sit for four hours and watch. No, but you know, like, But, you know, back in the day, that was... 60 years that before That was your this. Playboys back in the day. Yes. No thanks. <laughs> Jimmy comes downstairs to get a bottle of wine. He's in the kitchen looking for a corkscrew. Ted's about three sheets to the wind at this point, so he doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah. Um, Jimmy asks him where the corkscrew is, and... 
quickly finds, finds the corkscrew. Yep. Jason appears and he gives him the corkscrew. Yep. Right. And the hand. Pins George McFly's hand there to a cutting go. board with a corkscrew. Yep. And then uh, meat cleaver to the face. Silly In the face. face. Silly Jason. That's not where a corkscrew goes. Again, just Tom Savini magic in this oh scene. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty brutal right there. Tina, um, waiting on Jimmy to come back upstairs. She looks out the window and she sees. Um, both of their bicycles outside, so she starts to get worried because she realizes her sister, who left quite a while before this, her bike is still there. All of a sudden, she's looking through the window, and Jason busts right in. Yeah, rips her through the window. Which I don't know how I, no one is. else really heard that. Right, it was loud. Breaking. It was loud, and then threw her onto the station wagon. Yeah, and we have the another exploded out of it. Right, that was pretty cool. She didn't weigh that much either. You would have thought that he dropped like a ton of bricks onto that station wagon. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. weighed a buck twenty at best. Yeah, but that was I liked that. Oh, I did. Too. That Kill. was cool. But still, I get what John Tell's saying. Once she wasn't that heavy, and it's not like he dropped her off like a ten-story building right. or something. To get that speed to just completely mangle yeah. the roof of that. But maybe he just threw her really hard. Well, I okay, I, I'll buy that. Maybe. He does have that mongoloid yeah. strength. <laughs> so freak. So. So Trish is in the tent, rummaging through Rob's stuff. We see a shadow outside, a machete cut through the tent. Trish looks outside, and it's Rob. Asks her what she's doing there. She's like, you oh, just killed me. Oh yeah, yeah, just oh, just brilliant acting yeah. from Rob right there. Oh yeah, great line delivery here. <laughs> this is what's gonna get me. In what the are you next. doing here? What are you doing here? <laughs> so we get a little bit of background on Rob at this point. He is the older brother of. Sandra. Yes, the very underage girl from right. the second one. Right, from part two. I'm keeping my hands off this one. <laughs> Rob says that he's she was killed by Jason, so he's out looking for Jason, whom Trish points out, well, he was killed. It was on the news, and he said, no, he escaped. He escaped from the, the morgue, and she says, well, someone must have stolen the body, and Rob says, no, he's, he's on the loose. And how did he figure this out so fast? I mean, because this is just within... Days of like her getting killed. It doesn't really say how long mm. after it was, but it did. yeah. So Trish then realizes, oh no, I left Tommy at home by himself with a killer on the loose. Great sister. Right. So they leave to go back to the house. We then get Doug and Sarah taking a shower together. Ted. Ted is still watching 1920s <laughs> snuff <laughs> film. Right. No. The he walks up to the screen at this point. The film cuts. He was trying to make out yeah, with Yeah, the, he had the teddy bear, I think he said. Or he says to, obviously, the person in the film that can't hear him. Yeah. Kissing Teddy Bear, he makes that stupid line again. Do you want, want to kiss, teddy, kiss teddy Bear? Yeah. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he's drunk at this point. Yeah. The film cuts, so yeah. he turns around to the old projector, and he's there's a bright light, so he can't see what's happening. So I'm thinking, and I think that was the, the idea, that that's where Jason's at, and he's going right. to come at him from that direction. But he doesn't. He goes right through the screen that Ted yep. back is against. Yep. Knife to the back of the head. That is yep. brutal. Yep. There were some good kills in this one. I'm not going to yeah, lie. It sticks oh, in yeah. his head. Sticks in his head and just cuts down the sheet or screen, whatever it was, as he's going down. That was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. That was actually a good shot because I sort of noticed when they kept like cutting it to different parts. Mm-hmm. You can tell it was a fake head, but... For back then, they did a really good job oh, as yeah. far as like cutting that really, really fast, showing him his actual face. And right. I, th- I thought, yeah, that was good. So Sarah leaves the shower, goes back to the room. Again, we just get more into the 
Who cares? Soap opera where she she tells Doug that she's in love with him. Oh my gosh, we don't care. Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So Doug's singing in the shower. Someone comes in, which he assumes is Paul, I think. Who's still in the shower? Yeah, he yeah. sounds like he's soliciting Paul to get in the shower with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he shuts oh, the... Yeah. Because, sh- well, what we find out is Jason it shuts the lights off. No, That's his what exact is. words were, Paul, Paulie, is that you? Oh, Paul, I dropped the soap. Do you want to come get in? Like, what the heck is wrong Too with bad me? you're not in here with me. Yeah. This is why you're going to die. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get why he... Sh- he shut the uh, lights off. Was that just to trick him, maybe, I guess? Or, I guess. Or, 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 set, or set the mood for so his he, kill he or something. he couldn't see the, the silhouette coming up. The oh, I guess, I guess that makes sense. Because it's all dark. And, yeah, so he goes, Jason goes through the shower, and boy, this kill. Right oh, through yeah. the glass. Yeah. Right. And and Smashes just his his puts his yeah. hand into the... Into, With yeah, his nasty fingernails. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure Jason has not showered or cleaned himself so no. since part long. one. That wasn't fingernail polish. That, that was actual dirt and, and grime. And but blood. I, don't, I don't get how they grew so much and then dirty I get, but does it mean I guess Jason it doesn't matter. Grow a couple inches again. Like well, it's, it's different forgot, actors playing. Yeah, this. I was going to say, I forgot to see how I tall think, this guy was. I don't know. I, I know he was the oldest guy that played Jason. I yeah, think, he I was think like 57 or 8. Yeah. yeah. Which, That's ironically, cool. uh, Ted White, the guy who played him, was actually about a year older than Betsy Palmer, oh, a.k.a. Really? Mrs. Voorhees. That's cool. So, Jason kills Doug. Sarah returns to the bathroom, finds Doug's dead body. Which she somehow didn't hear because she was blow-drying her hair. Right, but the way that she, when she comes into the bathroom, how his body is displayed. His face is obviously, his whole head is hung over the broken glass. Yeah, like looking down at the... That's a double kill. Crushed his skull and then... Yeah, he's dead. That that is brutal. So Sarah freaks out, obviously. Uh, starts run, trying to run out of the cabin, and about the time she gets to the front door, an can't axe, it, yeah, yeah, she can't get it open, an axe explodes through the door and into her chest. That was awesome. Yeah. Does she also get pinned to something once that happens? No, no I don't, she, I don't she, know. She just fell over. Tommy's still investigating, looking around the house, and then Rob and Trish get back. They break into the house. <laughs> yeah, not, I, I Trish doesn't have a key. That. Yeah, they literally break on the door. Tommy, let us in. Well, a hand comes through the window of the door, and so you're thinking it's Jason, and it's it's Rob opening the door. So that was that was odd. So Rob's intense, so he's not used to doors, I guess. (laughs) Right. So then we have Trish, who, oh my gosh, Tommy, I was so worried about you. Nope. Rob says, I'm gonna go next door and check in with the the people staying next door, and Trish says, I'm going with you, Tommy. You stay here again without the dog. Solidifying that she's she's not a good sister. Right. She they rush back to the house because. Trish is worried about Tommy, and then they immediately leave Tommy alone again. Yeah, so within within, she wants, like, within like a minute. Rob, Trish, and Gordon the dog go next door. Rob realizes immediately that Jason's been there because he sees the door broken. They go in to investigate. They haven't. They don't find any bodies yet because uh, Rob says he's going to go downstairs and look around down into the basement. Yeah. Trish goes upstairs to look around. About it's this because time... Because the dog goes upstairs. Yeah, the dog goes upstairs, and Gordon the dog supermans out of yes. a window. <laughs> he says, I'm out. No, he wasn't no. thrown out the window. He yeah. dove out. Down, right? Yeah, We see him a few times kind of walking down hallways. Whimpering. Yeah, yeah. he's like, he's like, I'm out. Nope. <laughs> 
So Gordon gets himself out of that situation. He's smarter than most of the other characters. And he probably he probably actually ran off because we never see Gordon ever said, again. Which sure can be said about a lot of people. We cut back to Tommy looking. Um, he's at his house and he finds the old news clippings. Where did he find those? When Rob and Trish came back, yeah. he left his stuff track there. Down, track down Jason. So oh, he really? finds old clippings, including an artist's rendition of what would have been Alice's right. description of the boy that popped out of the lake in oh, part right. one. And so we've got this rough drawing of what she described it as looking like. And so he's looking at that picture, which comes into play here in a little bit. We then go back to the cabin next door. Trish goes upstairs and f- starts finding the dead bodies. And so she runs... Uh, in a panic. Right, she panics. She runs downstairs and tells Rob, who's in the basement, and about, they're leaving the basement back up the stairs. Jason comes up through the stairs and grabs Rob, who gets into a, let's call it a tussle, Okay. with yeah. Jason. That's the best way to describe and, it. And Trish is standing by watching. Jason takes a pair of, what do you call those, gardening shears? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, um... A trowel? Yeah, I should know this. Jason gets a hold of this thing. Yeah, Rob does not last very long in this fight. Now, Trish is standing by with a machete. Again. While Rob is getting, um... He drops his knife or something, doesn't he? Yeah, so... Right, that's what happens. So they're going up the stairs. Rob drops his knife, so he goes back down after it. So he ends up locking horns with Jason. Yeah. And uh Jason just starts going to work. Yes he does. He eviscerates him. Yes. And Rob let's trick So then we have Yes. <laughs> Boy this was weird. He's killing me. He's killing me. Rob starts He's killing me. Thank yes. You, Rob starts yelling He's killing me uh, at the top of his lungs yeah. while Trish is standing he's t- telling her to run. Run, he's killing me. Yeah. Again, it's another one of those oh. woman Man, they both go in together. The guy gets in a fight. He he needs help, and yet she's just standing there, not doing anything. She had an actual yeah. weapon this time. And I've never yeah. been murdered by a superhuman strength psychopath before, but I just can't imagine that I need to narrate what's happening. That's what I mean. It's one thing if you you say Trish, run, run, you know, or right, something. Right. Well, you have to describe what's going on. Yeah. I think he's I killing think me. After after the body she saw upstairs, I think she can put. It's two and two together. Very, very you evident so. as yeah. to what's going on. So Trish runs back upstairs to get out of the house. She then basically comes across the rest of the dead bodies she hasn't seen yet. Well, no, she goes back down in the basement for some stupid reason, maybe. To see if he's alive. Yeah, even I don't he's... know why she goes back. She does go back in the down the basement because Jason comes back up through the stairs. Right. To and grab grabs her. Right. She stabs him in the hand, doesn't she? Yeah, she, yeah, she, she slashes like, at him. Yeah, she slashes at Adam or something. Uh, but She ends up getting back through the house and finding the other dead bodies basically blocking the exits, which that wouldn't have stopped me. That first one definitely no. one. She's just lying on the ground and like, whoop. All I had to do is just, she just had to step right over her. I mean, so just, she goes uh, back next door to her brother. They nail the door shut. Because he uses doors so often. Right. Yeah. Suddenly, uh... Rob's body comes flying through the window. Dead body. Jason throws Rob's body through the window. And he's got like a piece of rebar through his head. Ooh. Apparently something that he uh killing him with. It yes. wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> yes. Jason comes through the other window. Yeah. Trish, uh, he grabs Tommy. Yeah. And so Trish starts... Smacking him with a hammer. Yeah, smacking him on the head with a hammer about eight or nine times. And she probably hits him with And the, then she turns around and with the claw. shoves the yeah. claw of the hammer into Jason's neck, which gets him out. He lets go of Tommy, backs out of the window, and then about five seconds later, 
explodes through the nailed <laughs> nailed door. It reminded me of uh, uh, Step Brothers when Will Ferrell's the lumberjack. He comes oh, yeah. through that door. Girl, for that lady's like <laughs> yeah. imagination. Yeah. It was like that. I have traveled five thousand miles. That scene. Yeah. <laughs> So Tommy and Trish run upstairs to the bedroom, and they they shove a, yeah a bookcase in front of the in front of the door. Jason seems to have a much harder time getting through this door than he did. Yeah, getting through the nail the the front door, which was nailed shut. Right. They did put a bookshelf in front of. Well, it. they didn't put nails through the door. No, they didn't. that's true. So Jason's coming through the door regardless. Which why um, he needed that. Once he starts getting through the door. Trish takes a computer monitor and slams it over Jason's yeah. head. With it plugged in, because it exploded. And those were heavy. <laughs> it was a Linux. Dude, you're getting a Dell. <laughs> so Jason, this knocks him out. So he's laying on the floor. They Trish tells Tommy, I'm going to get him out of the house, and you run away. So I don't know how she's planning on doing this. But sure enough, while she's uh, sneaking past Jason, he wakes up, swings at her. Uh, he chases Trish down the stairs and out of the cabin. She runs next door. Does she run next door? How's she in, oh yeah, that's oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. She does go back next yes. door. And I then the cabin's confused in this movie. Yes, she goes upstairs, and then Trish pulls a Gordon the dog, and she Superman's through a window yeah. from two stories up. She lands. I thought she was dead. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was, that was she a good looked point. pretty lifeless laying there on the ground. The ground shook. You actually saw ripples in the ground when she impacted. I think that was padding for the stunt, right? Oh, I just thought she weighed a lot. Yeah, no, she clearly didn't weigh So while this is happening, Tommy takes the picture of Jason from the news clipping. Yeah, the sketch of Jason from the lake. Puts it in the bathroom mirror and starts cutting his hair. So this is now... His mom told him to... did that really freaking... Cutting back on the... Yeah. So Trish is is now gotten back over next door. She comes to, struggles to her feet from a two-story fall. Comes back over next door... Somehow beats, yeah, somehow beats Jason there. Right. She hears Tommy upstairs, so she starts yelling at Tommy because she said, yeah, I told you to run. Jason sneaks up behind her, and uh, Trish finally decides to use the machete that she's had for the last 45 minutes. Yeah, and she goes... Yeah, right in between his fingers or something. Right between the ring finger and his middle finger. Yeah, Yeah. she like bisects Jason's hand. He can always do the... uh, yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. The, He's gonna the have a, a pretty yeah. long, a pretty wicked yeah. Vulcan. Yeah, Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs> greeting. Send off. Yeah. So Jason then gets Trish onto the ground. He's choking her out. She's right. not gonna tap though. Tommy, this is see this. Uh, this lost me a little bit. Tommy comes down the stairs and he he's shaved his head to resemble, resemble yeah. young Lake Jason. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was almost like they were doing the same thing, like. Like uh, uh, Jenny did on a part two. I guess I Jason. just yeah sure. But I don't think he has the psych- child psychology right. powers like uh, Jenny did. Yeah. yeah. So Tommy is channeling his inner mental patient, I guess. Which gives Trish time to smack him in the face with the machine. Right. Knocks his mask yeah. off. Jason's not looking good. No. I don't it, know how he looked that more rotted from like two days. He's got whatever. Some city miles on him, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rode hard and put away wet. Tommy then takes the the machete and goes baseball swing right into the side of Jason's oh. face. Oh yeah. Jason falls. What a, a gr- in oh. a great shot. Jason falls face first. Handle of the yeah. so the handle of the machete hits the floor and just. Slowly yeah. slides through the side of Jason's head as he's 
and such a good falling to the ground. A good animatronic. Away. You see his face like emoting as he's going yeah. through it, twitching. Yeah, twitching. Wasn't well, he like grunting kind of? Like, yeah, a little bit. Swing away, Meryl. So he is. A, I, I don't want to say dead. He's never dead. Yeah. But Tommy and his sister uh, hug, like, and oh, then okay. Tommy notices that Jason's like finger is yeah, still yeah. twitching. Yeah. And so then Tommy just goes. To work again. Yeah, work the machete. Clock yeah. back in on this one. Give me that overtime. Die! 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 <laughs> yeah, he's gonna need therapy. Yeah. yeah. Why, why, why is Boy, this the it's, time it's, it's, when we need the hug? Like, yes, we just escaped death, but why are we hugging? Let's get yeah. let's get out. Let's, let's get go. the police here. So and call. Yeah, I was gonna say, is this what police. happened to is this how Corey Feldman really got screwed up? It might have been. This? <laughs> could be. We could have been watching the actor Corey Feldman deteriorate before our eyes. <laughs> what is Slipping, Slipping into that really Is that really how he ended up how he is now? No, no I don't. Drugs. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. It was, so, it was something a little bit more. We cut to the hospital. Trish is uh, being worked on for her injuries. Trish is asking the doctors about her brother and the psychotic episode that she just watched her brother endure. Right. Yeah, he said something about, like, you know, going through something like that, it was normal for him to have... Attacked so violently. That makes sense. I guess. So then she asks if she can see her brother. Tommy comes in and doesn't say anything, but walks up to Trish and hugs her. And then so then we have a shot of Tommy's face as the camera uh, zooms out, and Tommy suddenly... has this creepy look on his face. Right, he opens his eyes and... (laughs) And his eyes just look dead. Yeah, like, there's there's something there's, brewing in this kid. There's that something. It's already, already there's something deep. Like he deep might have enjoyed slicing and dicing Jason a little more than he should have. Yeah. Which Mm-mm. sort of plays into the next one, I believe. Which, right, but when they were filming this, if this was supposed to be the last one, why did they leave it open-ended right. like that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so that's the end. Yep. We freeze frame on Tommy's psychotic-looking face and then roll credits. Yeah. Right. I, I had it had given it an A. I had given it an A, but then I took that away, gave it a B plus. A solid B. So, yeah, solid yeah. B plus. Um, because yeah, if you're gonna say it's the final chapter, and technically it's not the final chapter, you lost the letter grade in my in my opinion. So. So this was an A. Besides that, for yeah, you this yeah. was an A. Yeah. yeah. I would say. I would give this one. I would give this one a solid A. Wow. I wouldn't say A plus. I would say A minus. As far as far as on the. Friday the Thirteenth universe, right? Yeah, yeah okay. right. And the Friday, th- yeah, oh, okay. not not. We're not talking Saving Private Ryan Green. Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, and the Friday not, the Thirteenth universe, not like a near flawless movie, right? <laughs> what about you, Pete? They have B plus at least. Okay, for a Jason movie. What about you, Ty? I'm going C plus. C plus. Okay. The Tommy Jarvis yeah. story is a little. It just doesn't work yeah, for me very yeah. well. But yeah, for, for an actual movie, it's a it's a D plus. Especially since I know where this Tommy Jarvis saga ends up going. It. I also know where Roger Ebert ranked this movie. He called this movie an immoral and reprehensible piece of trash. And keep that in mind. He's from Champaign, Illinois. So I would. Strongly disagree with Roger Ebert. But <laughs> he did not like any of these. This movies. is true. Yeah. To my U of I students out there, yeah. Thanks, Robert. Counted eleven kills as far as uh, jump scare kills for me. It got four of them, and then as far as jumps all together, I had eleven jumps. So it, it, it did all right. So Tom, you didn't urinate yourself this time, did you? No, but I did have to go pee at one point, so we had to pause it, and I quickly ran to the bathroom, but. The whole time I was in the bathroom, I was scared because I'm like thinking something could come through this this window at any point. But you did bring you an extra pair of drawers. Yes, because yeah. I thought I might, you know. You might myself. need them. You never know. Right. 
So I just yeah that one I like had to pee and I wanted them to pause it because I wanted to see the Rob kill <laughs> yeah. and I just couldn't hold it. <laughs> well, you can hear the Rob kill. Yeah. Oh, it's, be- it's better to see it. You know exactly yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like an audio book. <laughs> He's killing me. So all right, guys. Part five next time. We are getting into the the shark. deep muck of yeah. Crystal Lake. Yeah. Shark infested water. Yeah. Well. Speaking when of I shark. say ridiculous, this is when it gets stupid. Yeah, we're in we're in jumping the shark territory, guys. One through four, I could watch pretty much any time during the year. They're all pretty good movies. But once we get past four, it is very much hit and miss. It goes downhill quick. In a uh, no, never mind. I was about to say in a good way, but it's not. Never mind. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts. Let us know if uh, we missed anything. Let us know what you think of these movies thus far. Be sure to leave us a comment, send us an email, let us know what you want us to cover next, and uh, as always, stay classy. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Later.